Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. You're listening to the Nobody's Podcast. Interior, crummy apartments, day, split-screen crosstalk, two unimportant people stare at each other through a computer screen. Bryce. Bryce. What? This is the podcast. Oh, I'm sorry. I will be uh, switching gears right now. Hey guys, I'm Annie. And I'm Bryce. And we are the Nobodies. Experts on nothing. With opinions on everything. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the Nobodies. I apologize on Bryce's behalf. (laughs) What? I thought I was writing. I've been just like a really active, active plane. I actually saw over my, um, uh, over my house yesterday, they had those I don't even know what they would call. I mean, the only time I've ever seen them is in MASH, which is a really relevant, um, <laughs> really relevant reference. Oh, my God. Uh, well, like, you know, the, the planes that have, they have two, like, giant copters on top of them. Yes. But they're, I saw three of them fly, like, right by my house. And I was like. Those are military it? planes. And so yeah. I wonder if they're just, like, doing a lot of tests because Russia is so unpredictable. Maybe. Maybe. Um I, but do we have a base around here except for San Bernardino? Oh, San Bernardino is a, is a military base. Uh, there's a military base in Oxnard too. Oh yes. I bet that's where they were going. Yeah. It was that direction. Yeah. What is the one in Camp Pendleton? Is that? Am I... That's one, but I don't know if that's the correct one. That's not the one in Mark. Uh, Arkansas is what I was about to say. <laughs> Oxnard. Um, fun fact: My grandparents, my dad, actually lived in Oxnard when he was little. Really? Just for a little bit, because my uh, grandpa was in the Navy, so they moved out here. And Have you been there? I've been there. I've actually been to the house that they lived in, like oh, not inside, cool. but like went in and saw it, and it was she, my my grandmother had. Let me see. She had. Five kids under five when she lived here. I mean, if she wasn't drinking Bloody Marys every day, I don't know what was happening. For real. And she had no family. Think about this. Just sorry, really quickly. She had she had no family. Well, she met my grandfather, but he was in the Navy, so he would be going to work. He was a he was a, a surgeon. Um but he went, he would go to work. And she, the only person that she really knew aside from like calling someone on the phone was there. She became friends with the neighbors next door who also had children, which I mean, obviously it was a great thing, but I just think like how cut off would you be thinking about this now having five children under the age of five or six or something and only having a phone. I mean, I would have been. Yeah. I mean, having one is Too many. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, I cut you off. What were you going to say? No, I was going to say there's also an Air Force base in Ventura, which is right up there too. Oh yes, that's so it could have been that. Could have been there. That would be that would make the most sense. Well, um, I'll go first with my peaks and valleys. Yes, please do. Can I? Okay, you'll allow me. All right. So I have to think of one. So this will be. Oh, good. Well, I mean, you're always so prepared. I don't know why you would. (laughs) 
so prepared. I'm trying to lay my child down without waking him up. It's really you're. I mean, I feel like you're doing some some. Uh, I feel like you're doing some lifeguard tactics there, like the the pickup and roll type thing, like the maybe an ambulance carry. Yeah, I was unsuccessful. Oh no! What happened? Did he wake up? Yeah, but he went back to sleep. Yes. He's like kind of tangled in cords. Oh, (laughs) take a picture. Um, It'll be for his. It can be for his um, when he's older. Yeah, for the the Instagram. It's gonna be like no. It's it's it'll be like I was always rustled in cords. He does. He's like holding on to one. Maybe he'll be a. Maybe he'll be like a rock climber or a paraglider or something. That would be kind of cool. Only you would try to draw a connection. I know. All <laughs> I'm right. Sending um, this to you. you can post it on the Instagram. Perfect. My peak is that Annie. I have a new diet. Oh, this should be your valley. <laughs> all right. First of all, uh, it's not really new, actually, at all. It's just I'm not intermittent fasting. I'm so proud. Is of that you. crazy? I am. I'm terrified that I'm gonna get fat, but I'm gonna do it. I am basically. Uh, it's it's so dumb because it's not even that different than what I'm doing. But I'm just having a protein, a fire in the hole immediately. Uh, a fire in the hole for everyone equals protein shake. Mm-hmm. Protein shake and a blender. Fire in the hole. Um, right after workouts. That's so fantastic. So, but then I'm pretending like I've not had anything after that until, you know, un- until my fasting window is that I start when I, when I was going to eat. So it's not like I'm eating, you know, right off the bat. I'm just having a protein shake because I think my body is, is holding on to the fat because it's in starvation mode. That's I, what I come to realize. agree with you. I'm, um, I don't know if I agree with you on all of it, but I agree that it's also going to help you. You're trying to, gain muscle. So yes, having yes, that I want to be shake. I just I, yes, I want to be no, I want to be a beef castle. That's what I want to be. That's the new one. That's worse than pump dragon. <laughs> that is courtesy of my dear friend Erica Lanfear who texted me this and said, I have another word for you. I call muscular men beef castles. Please apologize to Annie immediately. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Erica. <laughs> That actually is the oh. only reason I'll allow it because I oh like Oh my God. That was so good. She's like, I can't believe I'm, a-. and and actually she prefaced it with, I can't believe I'm about to tell you this right now because <laughs> I don't want to give you more words, but. My favorite thing is that people that listen to the podcast, like understand me and how I, I feel about things like this. Yeah. I think they so do. I, I think love they that. just, I, I think that they also have such an empathy toward you. <laughs> You have to listen I mean, to this honestly, stuff all the time. I have empathy for them because they're all still friends with you. So I get it. <laughs> I'm just kidding, obviously. Well, okay. So then I've also been making what I'm calling a back. You have to brand everything. But it's broke ass celery juice. I can't really put the J in there. So back. Ju- okay. Broke ass celery juice, which is essentially putting celery in the blender, a little bit of water, grinding it up, then putting it, putting a bowl or putting a strainer or a colander on the bowl. And then, you know, the puree, whatever, like letting it drain, strain through, and then you get celery juice. 
that's not broke ass celery juice. That's a fantastic way to do it. It's just better than, I mean, I feel like a juicer is just a whole mess of crap. Like there's it's, just, there's, there's way, too many parts. I was just going to say there's way too many parts. There's way too much cleanup. Nobody has the time. Nobody has the time. No. So this is, this is a still in a little bit of an annoying way, but at least there's way less cleanup. So I have been doing celery juice in the morning as well. Um, just because I, I, I don't really even know all the health benefits. Didn't Angie tell us about celery juice? She was like saying how, or. Um, the, well, there's, Angie. there's somebody called the medical medium who like swears that celery juice is like the end all be all. Cures My friend everything. just sent me this article. Yeah. Um, Angie doesn't agree with that. I don't want to speak for okay. her, but you can find it on her Instagram. The way that Angie's always explained it to me is that it's like, it's not going to hurt anything. Like it's a fine thing to add into your morning routine, especially mm -hmm. if it it's hydration. Yeah. So like, that's great. I will say I notice a big difference like in my skin and stuff when I consistently drink celery juice. Okay. That's good to know. Well, yeah. anyway, I'm doing that just periodically. Also, no cow bars are good again. Never were, never will be. Okay, really, I have to give you one now because every time I get a new box, which is often, um, I they taste different. And this time they're well. That softer. should be red flag number one. I know. I know. What have I been consuming before? Because now they're like softer. They taste. They like the chocolate is like the dark chocolate is like gooier or better or something. They've gotten. They don't taste as much like chalk. I. Um, I'll stick with my goat macro bars. Goat macro bars are delicious. I know they're so good, but they just don't have enough protein in them for me. Okay. You're putting three scoops of protein powder in your fire in the hole. Like I think you can have a bar made of whole food. What did Ben say? He was like, you're like, you didn't say they were good. He said they were fine or something. Yeah. <laughs> something like that. Yeah. He didn't say they were good. He said they'll do. Yeah. Oh, that's it. He said they'll do. All right. Um, my Valley is it remember last week or the week before when you said I seemed less neurotic? Oh God. Yeah. <laughs> well, okay. I'm writing a new script, which is probably part of the intro. That's what <clears throat> sort of fade in, fade in. Oh, is it part of, talk. is it the next scream movie? It's not the next scream. I already wrote that script. So okay. I, I'm, okay. I'm good with that. I'm, I'm done with my horror. Uh, I'm done with horror for the moment. Okay. Um, it should be my peak, but it's pulled me into a really rough place lately. Okay. I, I, it's the most raw script I've ever written. I haven't even started writing the actual script. I've just been writing the outline and I've been writing this outline for years and it's probably going to take me a lot longer to do this, but it's kind of the collection of all of my rejections, um, <laughs> all together. And okay. This I'm here for, because yeah. I think this is going to be very therapeutic and good for you. It's scary. It's really, it's, it's been, it's like, I am, but I've become, what's funny about it is that I've become avoidant of it. Like I don't want to, I, I can't sit in my apartment because I'm like, okay, this, if I sit in here, then I'm just going to write this and I'm gonna have to think about all this stuff. And it's like bringing it. I mean, there are things that I've unlocked that I'm like, I, I mean, it really, it's crazy how like the mind works and especially music which I'm sure that you can attest to actually, you know, being with being in a partnership with a musician. I mean, it is insane what you can do. Like if you, if a song comes on, it like floods you. And that's what I've been doing. So I've been like going back into like, you know, high school, college, that kind of era of time and like 
Oh God, it's so. I am. This might be oh, my. Oh God. Oh my God. No, it's so bad. It's like I am, but I, it's like so. I, anyway, I become avoidant. Like I even texted Ariel. Like I panic texted Ariel. Like being like, Hey, I want to visit. I want to visit you. Like because I just need trips. I just want to get out of my apartment. I, I think I'm some like debutante or like a member of the Gossip Girl cast or something. I don't know why I'm why I'm like trying to get out or trying to do all these trips when I have like a million trips planned for work and like other personal things. And then also though, like this is even more reason for you to sit in your apartment and write this because you need to like work through it, not avoid it. Yes. I know. And Ariel to her credit was like, I think I need to find a place to live before you can come visit me. So I was like, that's fine, I guess. But yeah, that is, it is, it's, yeah, it's been like, you should, uh, like, you shouldn't see me, but it's like, I'm doing everything that I can. I'm like, why am I thinking about this? What does this have to do with anything? And it's, what what's hilarious about the script is that it's not even, it's not even like sad or upsetting. It's like supposed to be funny, but you have to, but I have to work through all this stuff in order yeah. to get to the end goal here and like really like I can't start writing until I have the entire picture in my head and this is what's allowing me to do this so it's really oh Jesus it's it's you I mean don't you don't want to come into my 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 noggin right now well I don't ever want to so definitely not right now (laughs) (laughs) all right anyway what is your peak and what is your value have you thought of anything um my peak is that I'm getting my hair done tomorrow Oh, you're going to be a new woman. Wait. Oh, going to be a new woman. Is that a new woman thing or is that? Oh, yeah. No, hair is definitely. Brows. Brows brows and hair. Brows brows and hair. hair. Okay. And I'm getting it colored tomorrow. Okay. It does look darker right now. Like it looks. Yeah, this is my natural hair color. Really? It's beautiful. Oh, gosh. Thanks. I'm going to make it mostly blonde tomorrow. (laughs) Um, I like to go, I only dye it once a year. So we go really light and then I just let it grow out for a mm. year. Um, shout out to Katie, who is a color Katie. genius and allows for that to happen. K-Wigs. Yep. K-Wigs. Um, Baller. my, on the flip side, my Valley is that I'm experiencing postpartum hair loss. Oh, yeah. I, Jesus. I knew that you were going to hate this <laughs> for me. I, I hate this. Legitimately, I'm like bald right here. Do you see this? I mean, uh, like kind of, but it doesn't look that. I can see it. I didn't know what it looked like before. So, though, so. this was, okay. it's hard to do this because everything's backwards. Uh-huh. On here. This was like, this hairline was all. No way. How does yeah. that even happen? And I have it on both sides. It's all hormones. It's very, very common. So um, does it come back though? I mean, oh yeah, it- it'll grow okay. back. It's just like right now. Phew. Yeah. I'm so afraid. I'm so, I it's, mean, I'm, I'm terrified for you. And I mean, I know it's going to grow back, but I'm so scared about my hair. It's like not, it's I'm not so a joke. scared about the grow out when it starts to come back in. And then I have just like sprouts right here. Oh, yeah. That's, that's also good. I mean, that's a real nice look. Yeah. I what, wonder if your sister fun has that. You, yeah. We should ask her. I wonder so, what okay. fun it must be to be pregnant and to have a child and just to, I, having gone through this process now, like everything about, and this is coming from, I loved being pregnant. Mm-hmm. I miss being pregnant sometimes. Like really? I had, yeah. Like sometimes I just like genuinely miss my big belly. <laughs> um, 
so this is like Me not too. as uh, this is gonna come off as complaining and just so with just I know you need to worry this, you need to not I, worry about that because you are allowed to be you are allowed to criticize things in your own body like without having to get shit for it so everybody oh, no. calm the fuck down yeah everyone calm down know that this is coming from a place of deep deep gratitude being pregnant giving birth and after you give birth is the rudest process it's the only thing that makes me question whether or not God is a woman. It's the rudest process. It's the rudest process. Like you just continue to get hit. If you breastfeed, you go through hell with your breasts. As soon as you're done, your period comes back. Like you just, women cannot fucking catch a break. No, they cannot. And they, it's weird that, you know, you and your body does, your mind does something. Isn't that the thing? Maybe we've talked about this already, but like your mind is the thing where you, it basically erases labor. It erases like, it, Amnesia. it just forgets it. Yeah. It, it makes you forget that you went through that so that you'll do it again. Because we oh, are Bryce, I'm only, to procreate. I'm only four months out. Literally, he's four months when this episode comes out mm -hmm. to the day. And oh. happy birthday. Uh, yeah, happy four month. Happy four month, Blue. He's knocked. No, um, no. I'm already like, I was in labor for 60 hours. And I'm already like, that wasn't so bad. <laughs> like. it's. I, how could a sane person say that? I mean, that's it's what I'm just, saying. it's crazy. It's, oh, God. It's just. Do you I have mean, any, has, has there been any other like bodily stuff, kind of like the hair, like aside from the stuff that you mentioned, was there anything that was really stark that you have gone through maybe that that you either didn't think would happen or you're surprised about aside from like the hair or did you kind of expect that this oh. was going to happen? Um, I kind of expected all of it, but it's weird when you're actually in it. Like I took body measurements the other day, just for everyone out there. It's not because I'm trying to lose weight. I just like wanted to know where I was. Yeah. At. My hips are three inches bigger than they were pre-pregnancy really so like i knew that my pelvis and hips would expand mm -hmm. i did not know to what extent wow yeah it's like everything is just nuts. it's so wild what our bodies go through well what your bodies go through yeah i was speaking for women <laughs> <laughs> also my second valley of the week is that you have a new diet <laughs> <laughs> I was going to ask it going back to your hair does, is this, I mean, how long has it been since M has had shorter hair than you have? Uh, I'm every time I see her hair, I want to chop mine off. Yeah. Is that, are you um, going to do that? Or are you going to just, no, gonna I'm going to leave the length. I need it. I to like your hair so long. I, thank you. you know. Yeah. Thank you. I need to keep it long so I can get it away from blue who <laughs> finds it to be his new favorite toy. That's also probably why my hair is falling out. <laughs> All right, now it's time for Peloton in 60 Seconds, a segment in which I start a timer on my phone and we talk about all things Peloton for just one minute. Are you ready? Set, go. Okay, um, I have been, been, I've been <laughs> reliving my high school emo days once again, going back to like everything that's going on with me. I am reliving my high school emo days through, wow, cannot speak. Uh, with the pop punk rides, 
Yeah, with um, Kendall. Did, well, Kendall and Bradley Rose does them too, but Kendall did a intervals and arms one that just like, I mean, it was like I was transported, like my style, my swoop came back. It was like my hair grew. Wow. And like, it was just like that my hair was in my eyes. And I was with like, full you know, Pete Wentz? Yeah, and, and it like dyed black. I don't know if you knew that about me. I dyed my hair dark once, you know, or actually a couple times in high school. Anyway, I've taken up this whole time. What else have you been doing on Peloton? I, I didn't know that. Um, I'm, my goal is to get 450 rides before I go back to work, which Hell. I will have gotten when this comes out. Hell yes. 450? Yeah. People are so insane. This has been Peloton in 60 seconds. I say, I say insane. I say the word insane too much. I will just quickly, quick caveat, not caveat, quick thing about the uh, 450. Did you hear about people doing um, rides like they keep... (laughs) (laughs) Blue was tangled in several chords right now. Is there something to um, people deleting? Did you hear about this? People delete like when they have a milestone so that they can get it again. I like, you know, delete it. But like... A, a lot. lot. Yeah. I haven't heard of it happening a lot, but I maybe have done it once myself. Well, yeah. Sometimes you can do it if you're, you know, whatever. If, if you do it once, it's not, or you want to take a live class and you didn't do a live I mean, that's, that's the only reason I've done it. But I feel like I've heard about people doing it multiple times, five times, 10 times. Why and would you they, do that if, like, you're already, if you do it 10 times, if you're 10, <laughs> rides closer to the next milestone yes. it doesn't make any sense but people i love people are so dumb all right um let's move on to annie's approval where we get annie's unedited opinions on some of my behavior <clears throat> now Favorite segment now to be fair this next subject has not happened yet but i am considering it we had a conversation annie and i i don't know if you Pick that up. Uh, recently had a conversation via text, and I wanted to ask it here to expound. Um, Annie, do you think I should try to become more mysterious? No. <laughs> okay, well, that was the same answer that you gave via text. And <laughs> I was just thinking, I was, I, I've been thinking, you know, maybe that's a way that I, I, can, I feel like I'm too open. I'm too much of a, I, I'm, I take the opposite of Pete Davidson approach where, um, you know, they're kind of like, please like me instead mm-hmm. of here's, so either that I need to either own my insanity or I could develop an accent. Bless you. Oh God, he's allergic Bless to me you. again. I know. I'm sorry that Bryce is here. <sighs> no, Bless you. Bless you. We I'm need to sorry. get you. A, we need to get you a uh, <laughs> a baby Benadryl. Yeah. Or a Bryce um, or a Bryce Tech. <laughs> I the reason I don't think you need to try to be more mysterious or anything is that I I just need you to like be yourself. Okay. And not any exaggerated version. All right. So you don't think I should develop an accent? Definitely not. Fine. What about pretend to be rich? Like the Tinder swindler? No, that's going to get you in a lot of trouble. Do you think that if, if I, I mean, not going to the lengths that the Tinder swindler did, but if I just like threw down at like went to hide and just like threw down, just but like, like what benefit does that give you? I mean, nothing, but it just seems like that's, that's what happens here. 
in Los yeah. Angeles. Yeah, but like I that's not what happens in the other parts of the world that matter. So. I have an, I also have an acquaintance that um I have an acquaintance that a friend of a friend who pretends to be gay and does like well, that, I mean, I don't think he like says he's gay, but I mean, I think people assume that he is. Maybe I should lean into that. That's a pretty. That's a pretty like. That's like a sidestep for me. But what purpose does that? Serve? Because then you can like get into the friend area, and this is what he does. He's like, and then you see, and then he's dating like the, you know, most beautiful girls you've ever seen. Okay, so you think acting like a gay man to get into the friend group is going to be the faster way to get out of the friend zone. <laughs> that is the dumbest thing I've ever heard. I told you I'm in a really dark place lately. I yeah, no, we, uh, no, I, we're going to not approve of this. I no, not in any capacity. <laughs> I think it only sets you back. Look how blue's looking at you. Look at blue has, blue has one eyebrow fully up. <laughs> Fully inclined. He's like, are you out of your fucking mind? <laughs> he really is saying that. He is, yeah. I mean, I, he is saying, what is the matter with you? You idiot. He hates this more than I do. I know. He really does. Moving on. It's time for revisiting, where we revisit some topics from episodes past or update you on stories we've spoken about. <laughs> oh, God. First up, after reporting that Shayna Mokler is pregnant with her fourth child, Kourtney Kardashian is rumored to be trying for a baby with Shayna's ex, Travis Barker. Annie, please enlighten the listeners as to why I'm bringing this up. Because I called this perfectly. <laughs> like, almost scary accurate. S- almost scary. You did it. Ha- I yes. literally said that Kris Jenner is going to hold my beer on this. Yeah. The Shayna Mokler story. Kris mm-hmm. Jenner is going to hold my beer, or whatever that phrase yeah. is. And they're going to use their new show coming out as a way to announce Courtney's pregnant. And that is exactly what they did. And in a preview for their new show, they say that Courtney and Travis are trying to get pregnant. I mean, hire me. Yeah. Hire me. Hire, hire. I mean, this is, I don't know if this is a PR doctor. If you are a PR, if I think that you would be, a dangerous force in the PR world. Because oh, if you be. could call this, then you could learn how you could you could measure their next steps. Yeah. Like if you are Chris Jenner, if you're watching Chris Jenner, you can see that happen. Maybe it's a TMZ. That's too lowbrow. But even a T like if you worked at TMZ, they would you would be a, a a an unstoppable force. Yeah. Yep, I agree. Thank you. You're welcome. Because I don't really know, and there's a lot of other things that have either if it, that we've talked about that you have opinions on that have either come to fruition fully or have very closely aligned with what you mm-hmm. what your opinion has been, which is very strange. Getting ahead of these things is very interesting, Annie. Very interesting. You may have another calling. Um, all right, this is not revisiting, but while we're on the subject of the Kardashians, is it true that Pete Davidson branded Kim's name on his body? That's what I'm hearing. She told Ellen this, is what I said, that clip. But yeah. That's a thing. A branded, a branded yeah. thing. That's yeah. forever. I mean, that's like Yellowstone. Like they're, yeah. you're, like they're you're, not going to be able, he's not going to be able to remove that. Can he, maybe he'd have a skin graph of some sort? I mean, 
I mean, Pete Davidson just has a lot of stuff. So. What do you think the motive was behind this? I mean, do you think that this means that he's like in it for the long haul or trying to be, or is this just kind of like, Hey, this was a period of my life and I don't care because yeah. it's just a, it's just skin and I'll always yeah, think of her think, fondly. I think he probably is caught up in the moment, but in the end he's like, you know what, this will be a significant time in my life regardless. And it is what it is. It makes for a good story. And also she's the most famous woman in the world. So even if they break up and he gets with someone else, no one, everyone knows who Kim is. Like, it's yeah. just, you know what I mean? It's like, okay. But that would be weird for someone like bringing that up. That would be weird for someone coming into this. No, but whatever. would it? It's been so public. He's also, he's also dated so many more public people too. Yeah. I mean, Ariana yeah. Grande is no, he's not a nobody. Yeah. She's not a peon. Peon. Maybe that's what our fans name should be called. Definitely not. That's like an uh, insult. I know. We need to. Uh, I need to work on that. Still, I still like small potatoes, Do, but it does make in it seem order. Like in order for us to have a name, we need to actually have fans. Oh, uh, true. Fine, 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 fine. Today's episode is brought to you by EmilyRoggenberg.com. Our loyal listeners know that EmilyRoggenberg.com is the place to go for hometown, custom, and one-of-a-kind apparel. What you may not know is that the heart and soul of Emily Roggenberg is centered in giving back. Recently, they ran a promotion for every sale made on their website. The purchaser would receive a free beanie and a beanie would be donated to a homeless shelter in Cleveland. That wasn't even the first or the last time that Emily Roggenberg had done something like this. Now, in honor of Women's History Month, Emily Roggenberg is partnering with the Cleveland Cavaliers on a two-piece collection celebrating women. Sales will benefit Laura's Home Women's Crisis Center, a home that serves as a bridge from crisis to stability and self-sufficiency for women and children in need. The collection is now live at www.cavs.com shop. And you can find all of our other favorite items at emilyroggenberg.com. That's emilyroggenberg, R-O-G-G-E-N-B-U-R-K.com, code nobody for 20% off. The Nobody's Podcast is brought to you by Way. Annie, is your skin dry, itchy, or dehydrated like mine, especially in the winter months? Wait, let me rephrase that. Does your epidermis ever feel like a rhinoceros is hide or maybe like the topography of Arizona? Okay, after this, I want to know how long you've known what an epidermis <laughs> is. But like we've talked about before, you need some new references. So... We can also talk about that after this. Also, it sounds like you need Way Melrose Place Body Cream. It's fast absorbing, hydrating, and contains high quality nourishing ingredients like squalane, coconut oil, and kupwasu butter. It sounds like I do, but no way Way does all that. <sighs> it does. <laughs> And I have actually used a couple of their other products, like their dry shampoo and their leave-in conditioner, and both of those do exactly what they say they will. So experience the new Way Melrose Place Body Cream and Body Cleanser. Your body, your way. Go to T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com and use code BELIEVE, that's B-L-E-A-V, to get 15% off your entire purchase. That's 15% off your entire purchase at T-H-E-O-U-A-I dot com code believe. Before we continue with the show, I wanted to talk a little bit about Noom. You want to talk about the video platform that everyone uses to communicate for their occupations? No, Bryce, that's not what I said. I want to talk about Noom with an N. 
Oh, Noom. Why didn't you just say that? <sighs> I did. Anyway, Noom uses the latest in behavioral science to empower people to take control of their health for good through a combination of psychology, technology, and human coaching on their platform to help millions of users meet their personal health and wellness goals. A lot of people face pressures to change themselves to fit other people's expectations, and more freeing solution is to find things that work for you. Well, also, Noom understands that everyone's weight loss journey is unique, and what works for someone else doesn't mean it'll work for you. That's why Noom's approach adapts to your lifestyle. It's flexible and focuses on progress, not perfection, which is something I need to learn, allowing you to work toward goals at a pace that's comfortable for you. Noom Weight makes it easy to start your weight loss journey and stay on track with personalized lessons to help you gain confidence and practical knowledge, one-on-one -on -one coaching, and a cognitive behavioral approach that teaches you how to be mindful of your habits. 75% of Noom Weight users finished the program, and more than 60% of users that engaged with the program kept the weight off for a year or more. So start building better habits for healthier long-term results. Sign up for your trial at Noom.com slash believe. Again, that's Noom, N-O-O-M dot com slash believe, B-L-E-A-V. All right. I also want to revisit a topic, the topic of is fish a meat? Okay. This I am actually, <laughs> let's get, let's do this. <laughs> All right. I had some listeners actually reach out to me and tell me that I was not as crazy as I thought for not identifying fish as a meat. In all fairness... I know fish is considered a meat. Okay. I was saying, or I'm sorry. Okay. So I know fish is considered a meat, but in a previous episode, I said it was not a traditional meat because when okay. I think of a meat, I think of, as we've mentioned, chicken, steak, pork, yeah. whatever. Beef or poultry is basically yeah. what you think of. Yes. Anyway, apparently the line is even more blurred. According to healthline.com, fish is considered a meat to many, but not to plenty of others. And it basically all comes down to your religion. For me, hmm. it's a ridiculous religious thing because when I was growing up Catholic, as you did as well, during Lent, you weren't allowed to eat meat on Fridays, which is such a farce, which I'll tell you in a second. But Catholic churches had fish fries on Fridays and a lot of people were peddling fish and you got to have fish to it up. There are a few silly things with this rule in the Catholic belief. One, there is nothing in the Bible that says you need to abstain from eating meat on Fridays during Lent. Oh, and for those of you who don't know, Lent is the period of time when Jesus fasted in the desert for 40 days. Anyway, without boring people to death with a history lesson, which I would love to do, but I will not. So for those of you who would like me to, you can blame Annie because she tells me this is not a sixth grade science class. Yeah. Or Honestly, you're all welcome because class. I know that there are no listeners that want a full history lesson. That's not why they come here. <laughs> all right. So I will just say that the practice of abstaining from fish on Fridays was instated from a purely political standpoint, going back to the 1500s. If you want to read about it, check out your local library. So I want to say, I wanted to ask you how, how, how this, how did you come to the conclusion that fish that you were saying fish was a meat? Because I will say from a growing up standpoint, like, oh, you couldn't eat meat on Fridays, but you could eat fish really blurred the lines. So how did you come to this? Well, it's an animal. A fish is an animal. Yes. And so. But did you, was this, was this going, have you always known this? Like, I guess that's what I'm asking. You always said fish was a meat. 
Yeah, but we also, growing up, it was no red meat on Fridays. Okay, so you could like, still that's eat how chicken it was... and poultry and... Yeah, like that's how it was always kind of positioned. Okay. If I remember right. Um, but my mom is not... Now she is, but like growing up, we weren't like big fish people. Mm-hmm. So now we Neither are. Neither were we. Neither were we. Yeah. I told my mom, I was like, I don't think I had salmon until I was like in, moved to LA. Like moved well, to LA. Well, it's because we, we're landlocked in Nebraska. And so we're not getting like the freshest seafood unless of course it's coming from Shucks. Yes. Which absolutely fresh. is a friend of the show. Yes. Friend um, of the show. Love. If you're love in Terry Omaha, check, yes, check them out for fresh seafood. Um, so good. It's always so, so good. Yes. But they weren't around when we were growing up. So like we were getting frozen, like frozen like fish sticks. Yeah. And so I think. Which is what kind of fish? Cod, I believe. Ugh. Yeah. I mean. I don't, I still don't like cod or tilapia. I, Do you like tilapia? Tilapia is like nothing. It's literally <laughs> like the paper of fish. <laughs> <laughs> The paper of fish, <laughs> as opposed to the paper of something else. <laughs> yeah, I don't even know where that came from. It's but that, that- there is no taste. It's no. you're basically you're basically eating like phlegm. Also, it's all farmed. Like there's nothing. There's no such thing as like, like you're not going to go out to the ocean. Have you ever seen like the conspiracy theories about tilapia? No. Because you can't go out to the ocean and catch a tilapia. Ew, then what is it? <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like, it's literally, like, created. Well, and people also say that, that like, um, shrimp is, like, the bottom feeders. Like, they're the, bo- yeah. the bottom feeder fish. Yeah, I mean, crawfish, which, if you've never done a crawfish boil, you're missing out because they're so fun. But those yeah. are, like, the cockroaches of the ocean. What about catfish? So there's differences in catfish, like there's freshwater and river. Like when I go to New Orleans, if they're serving fried catfish, you're supposed to ask, is it, my friend Bree is going to be so proud of me. You're supposed to ask, like, is it river catfish or something else? Because the river catfish, something, yeah. But um, the river catfish tastes like muddy. Ugh. Yeah, I yeah. always said catfish were so stinky. We had those in the lake that I grew up on growing up. We would you could catch Ugh. catfish and they always just stunk. Yeah, they stink and they're so ugly. They're really ugly. They look like they look like professors. They're the professors of the of the lake. Yeah. Yeah. So we have the paper of the fish and the Like I imagine them wearing like elbow pat, like elbow covers or whatever. <laughs> oh, that's pretty good. Um, and little spectacles. Yes. Well, I want to say that the listeners that did reach out did say that they thought, and a lot of these people were Catholic and Midwestern, and they said that they they considered, they didn't necessarily consider fish and meat, or they had it, they, they were like, they basically credited you and said, I never thought about fish being a meat. Like, I never it, it said that, like, kind of like what I did. Like, I never yeah. thought that. But I want to clarify once again I was not saying that fish was not a meat. I was just saying that it's not a traditional meat. But I will say that it does come back to religion. And I think that this is so what's so dumb about all this is that back in the day, they they did this because the fishermen were being pummeled and that no one was eating fish at the time. And so they were trying to push fish. It also goes back like I don't want to, again, bore people, but like it goes back to like. Anne Boleyn and Henry the Eighth and shit. It's like, oh, interesting. It's like has nothing to even do with Jesus. Or, yeah. or, or anything, any of anything of that era. It was like 
he fell in love with Anne Boleyn and Anne Boleyn wouldn't eat or wanted to eat more fish or I don't even, I, it's too convoluted. I don't really care. You guys can look it up, but it was so just. That's very interesting. It was My favorite part of listening back to our is fish and meat conversation. Is it like at one point you were questioning about whether or not you could call a fish an animal? Yes. <laughs> yes that was so good. I was like, I was like, well, it's an animal. Well, I, cause I was like, no, I'm saying like an animal. And you're like, I mean, the way I wish this is why this is I should have put I should put that clip on online because your face is so good. It's like <laughs> you're literally like, mm. how far are you going to take? <laughs> yeah. That? What are you going to say? They they also say that fish is cold blooded and, you know, obviously chicken and other things are are warm blooded. So that that's also a difference. In, okay. That's why people. OK, anyway. Finally, uh, yeah, as long as we can all agree that a fish is an animal and meat, and then meat. I think we can all good. agree with that. If you refer to it because of, okay. from a, but it's probably because of a religious standpoint that you don't refer to fish as a meat because of the fact that you grew up saying no meat Fridays in Lent, which is fair. I can understand that, totally. and I'm happy to be here to correct you. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Um, all right. Finally, to close out this show, the Oscars are this weekend, and it's the first time in a few years that they've had a host. And this year, they have three hosts, Amy Schumer, Wanda Sykes, and Regina Hall. Annie, what do you think about these hosts, and will you be watching the broadcast? I will be watching. Um, I have to be honest with you. Mm. When I saw the hosts, um. My first thought was, why do they think that they have to have three women to do the job of one man? <laughs> True. Because truthfully, any of those three could do it on their own. Yes. Well, a little backstory, but the reason why they're having the three of them do it, I don't know if you've read mm -hmm. this, but it's they're going to break it up. They're hoping because no one watches the show anymore. No one watches yeah. these award shows because at the time when these came out, again, it's this, just like the fish story. It's like, because at the time when the Oscars happened and went around, it was like celebrities were so unattainable. And this was the fact mm -hmm. that you could actually see them out. They were winning awards. They were talking for the first time. You know, they were talking on the red carpet. You were getting like sound bites. Otherwise you were just seeing them on talk shows. Not mm -hmm. anywhere else. Now that the internet is here, we have full access to these people. So it's not as exciting. Yeah. It's not as exhilarating. Nobody cares what happens at the Oscars because it's frankly just like a march to like, no, here you go. Like foo-foo. It's just, it's, it's unnecessary almost at this point. Right. Um, award shows. And, and I, I think that that's just been heightened because of how they are. So the reason what they're doing is with these three hosts is the idea behind it was I think is still, they are each going to be hosting a chunk of the show. So it's going to okay. feel like three little vignettes, if you will, or segments of the show. Like Amy Schumer is going to host one part and maybe they, maybe they come out at the beginning together, but they're each going to be hosting different segments of the broadcast in hopes of drawing people into watching the entire show. Which, uh, okay, but. Is it going to work? I don't know. I don't think it'll work because I think people just want to know who the winners are and keep it moving. And also and like nobody cares about the, award. I mean, I'm sorry. I'm all for all these technical awards. Like that's great. Everyone should have their day, but that's another, that's a luncheon. Yeah, exactly. The luncheon. Can be yeah, done. No, we don't need that. Um, here's my question. Was 
do they do you get paid to host the Oscars? I think you get some. Yeah, you definitely do get paid. Okay, so my question would be then: Was the budget triple this year? Good question. For them to each make the amount that they should make, or is this who hosted it last time? Jimmy Kimmel. Mm, yeah, I think he was the last person to host it. Maybe. That's a good. Question. Okay, so or did they just take Jimmy Kimmel's and divide it by three? Or they or they or accumulated like, a budget. Yeah, like I just want to know. It rubs me the wrong way that they're doing it this way when it has, you know, does, does that make sense? Yes. Yeah. And I'm not normally someone to like poke at that, but it really was. That was my first thought was why do they need three women when they would let one man do it? And you're saying that because it would be because any three of these women could do the exact same job even better 100%. than they, by themselves as opposed to having. Right. Which, yeah, like, I don't know if it's you know an what I'm saying. I think, thing. Yeah, totally. But I also think, though, if they're all getting paid what Jimmy Kimmel got paid equally, mm-hmm. by all means, give women the opportunity. You know what I'm saying? But if they yes. took what, let's say he was paid $50,000, are they dividing that up by three? Yes. Or are they yes. giving yeah. each woman $50,000? That's it what I It should be know. the latter. It should obviously be the latter. And maybe because they haven't had a host for so long that maybe they are doing... Maybe they maybe they will. They have a have accumulated a budget of this. Um, will Packard is the producer because they change producers every year. Uh, Steven Soderbergh did it one year, which was that was when I was at like the train station. <laughs> a little oh, interesting. Um, he's really smart, so I think I I, I do trust um, to know. I, I trust him to know what he's doing. So Will Packard did you know Girls Trip? He did. Uh, night or uh, night school, almost Christmas. Counts, I think. Oh yes, blue. Um. So anyway, um. So he's uh, really good about working with women of color, which I like. Yes. So and he's a man of color, and um, I've emailed his production company several times because I wanted to work at the Oscars and no one has responded to me. But that's either here nor well, there. That's because that's because you're a white guy. So take a seat. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. All right. I've seen a lot of the best picture noms, but I want to watch Licorice Pizza, even though it's not about licorice nor pizza, unfortunately. I would have like you, to watch that as well. I have, have not you, seen that one. Have you seen a lot of the of the best picture noms? Um, I saw Coda. Mm, good Is one. that nominated? Yep. What else not go through them and I'll tell you. Uh okay, Coda, uh yes. power, the power of the dog. I tried. It was the worst movie I've ever started. <laughs> All right. Uh, Nightmare Alley. I saw it. It's good. Um, let's see what else. Uh, I guess I can look these up. Um, hold. Isn't Belfast? Belfast. I King Richard. Oh, so good. Yes. Great. West Side I hope Story. That I, honestly, I, I did not see West Side Story. Um, I hope Coda or King Richard wins. Let's see. Dune, Don't Look Up, Drive My Car, which I think is a... Oh, Don't Look Up could win, too. I, I Okay, because I'm a snob, here are my predictions, and then you, okay. can, you can hop on board. Um, okay, so best picture, I think it's between The Power of the Dog and Coda. Some people Coda think... better win. Power of the Dog was the worst movie ever. <laughs> okay, the reason why Power of the Dog is probably most likely going to win is because it has 
all of the the check the box. It checks a lot of boxes with the Academy. It says social commentary. It's a period piece. You know, I hate to I hate to say this. I really hate to say this, but a female director. Um, great acting. The acting is phenomenal, and it's beautifully shot. Even though you hate it, um, the story. I mean, I have not talked to a single person that was like, "I enjoyed this movie." The reason, the only reason why I enjoyed it is because typically those Western, the like the new age Western movies that come out often are so bad. Like they're they're so, this one at least caught my. I felt like I had there was the I had it kept my attention more so than other movies. That's because you're a film nerd. Uh, I think you're right. I and I mean right. that lovingly. I no, talked to my dad, who's a fan of Westerns. T and I shut it off 30 minutes in. I talked to my dad and I was like, oh, I should probably watch it because they watched it. And I was yeah. like, we had to turn it off after 30 minutes. And he goes, don't. That's two hours of my life. I'll never get back. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I just, I, I think that, but I do think it does check a lot of boxes. Coda should win. Coda, Coda should was win. excellent. It is a phenomenal film. The reason why I think it is so it is it is innovative and see I think people have a lot of debate about the best picture stuff because of the fact I think a best picture winner and I'm sure I've said this probably before but I think a best picture winner should win because of its innovation not because it is necessarily maybe the greatest movie ever if if there's more innovation then there is then it and it takes away from maybe like maybe it doesn't have the best plot or whatever it doesn't have something there's some there's some sort of dig against it i'm okay with that because of the innovation this movie has three deaf actors as leads this is mm-hmm. the, the the amount of probably hoops they had to jump through to just even get this yes blue exactly they had yeah. the amount of people now i'm talking to him <laughs> the 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 amount of people that they had to go through, the, the hoops they had to jump through to, to get this movie made is astronomical, I'm sure. I also think that I just think it's a good movie. It's it's that's it's, why it's so I art and sorry, Bob. That's why I want them to win because it's a good movie. And they need to stop picking winners based on film nerd stuff and start yeah. picking winners based on what's good and what's not. Like I don't care if it checks the box. If it's a trash yeah. movie, why why should it win an Oscar? And that's yeah. nothing against the people that worked on it. Or like, you know what I mean? Like I understand right. there's a writer, there's a writer and like everything the directors poured their heart and soul into it. I get it. I'm sorry that it wasn't good. <laughs> I think I think with I think with the those type of movies, I think that uh, there is that's the that's the other debate. The other side of the coin is that you have to have something that is visually stunning like a a, a technically incredible film made movie for these for the film people for film people like what is that's the debate it's like what do you decide because for me yeah. coda, coda should win because of the innovation because it took so many feats to build to make but on the other side people would be like well this movie is so technically amazing this should win for that reason whatever i digress all right so just two more categories blue and then we're done so best actor this is going to be will smith's year 100 percent and he deserves it he, he deserves it. a billion percent i did really like andrew garfield in tick tick boom but he has plenty of time to do stuff will smith should absolutely win for this he poured his heart and soul into this he also i believe produced the movie so i i think he gave an insane performance i i would be surprised if anyone totally agree close. 
Best actress, Jessica Chastain. That's what I think. Um, she won the SAG award for it. She won the SAG award. I. It's surprising because her movie, The Eyes of Tammy Faye, wasn't a smash, but she brought groundedness to an out-of-this-world personality. That is my... Um, I wrote that. That was did not come from a film article. Um, wow. But this is, this is a little par for the course for the Academy, I think. Typically, I, I guess it, it does change a bit, but with these actors and actresses, like they they bypass the movie to to look at the performance, which I do think do do think is appreciated. Yeah. Because you know, like Renee Zellweger won for Judy a couple of years ago in that movie. I don't think anyone was like, you gotta see this movie. Um, right. And you know, I think it happens more unfortunately with actresses. I don't know if it's unfortunate or not. Because I feel like they should have their due. Um, so maybe it's a good thing. But like also Frances McDormand won last year and Nomad Land won the won the Oscar. So yeah. it, it, it it doesn't uh, I don't know that it, it totally matters, but I also don't think that you can totally rule out Nicole Kidman for being the, and being the Ricardos. I mean, she was amazing as Lucille. Yeah, Ball. she was. Who yeah. else is nominated? Olivia Coleman, who has upset this category before mm -hmm. she beat Glenn Close when everybody thought Glenn Close was going to win. Cause she, Glenn Close has never won an Oscar. Um, and they thought for sure she would win. And if Olivia Coleman won, um, I'm trying to think, I think, uh, Kirsten Dunst. She's best supporting. supporting. Yeah. Uh, Penelope Cruz and uh, Kristen Stewart. For Spencer. Oh, for Spencer. Yeah, I think Jessica Chastain will win. Which she should, because honestly, I did not, when I watched that movie, I didn't even realize it was her until like halfway through. Yeah, she's really good. She's, she's really incredible. Good. She really yeah. is so good. Well, I hope that you get, well, that's, you know, I hope that you get your popcorn and you and Blue can watch his first Oscars with you and maybe, you know. I'll enjoy it. Well, we'll be watching March Madness, but we'll be checking Instagram for who the winners are. <laughs> oh, good call. Good call. Yeah. Very good yeah. call. There's too much to do. <laughs> All right, Blue. Well, what are you going to go? Are you going to go make a protein shake, Blue? No, we're going to go watch some basketball. All right. Who's Blue's favorite yeah. team? North Carolina. <laughs> Born and raised up. Go Tar Heels. Go Tar Heels. All right. <laughs> All right, everybody. All right. All right. See you later. I'll text you in five minutes. Okay. <laughs> Bye. The Nobody's Podcast is produced by Annie Wilkinson, Bryce McClay, and Believe Podcast Network. You can and should follow The Nobody's Podcast at Nobody's Pod on Instagram and TikTok and at Nobody's The Pod on Twitter. And you can always email us at noexpertallopinion at gmail.com. And remember, the best way to support the show is to subscribe, rate, and review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Finally, we hope you have an amazing weekend. And more importantly, a mediocre week. Thanks, guys. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.